Tonight's episode of Board Chitless is sponsored by The Game Steward. The Game Steward is an online game store offering Kickstarter board games out of print and imported games at reasonable prices. It's time to play. Hi there, and welcome back to another edition of Board Chitless. I'm Lecky, and this week I'm joined by Tristan and Dave. And this week we've been playing Forbidden Stars. They're really not allowed, those stars. <laughs> Don't go anywhere near those stars, I'm warning you. What is your obsession with my Forbidden Stars of Mystery? <laughs> Forbidden Stars is based in the Warhammer 40k universe. It's a fantasy flight game and they all won't be doing it any longer. Which is a shame because it needs expansions. Yeah. That's what you say about every single game ever. Well, Do you think you'll be able to get the expansions off the black market though? Do you think like board Somebody game made some be? on Board Game Gear. I think they did the Necrons and something else, Imperial Guard maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I think Fantasy Flight will probably just re-theme it as well with some of their own. Hopefully. I think it was based on StarCraft. I don't know, because I never played StarCraft, but I think it's based on the StarCraft system. Okay. So, so maybe. I mean, they still, so they've obviously used the system before. I don't see why they wouldn't do it again. It's popular. Should we do the yeah. overview? Where we say well, yeah, so, and stuff? so for... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no one what? cares about that. <laughs> well, for anybody that's not familiar with Forbidden Stars, it's a area control strategy combat game. For two to four players, uh, like I said, it's based in the Warhammer 40k universe, so you can play Space Marines, Chaos Space Marines, is it? Yeah. Um, crazy Cultists. And the objective is really you've laid out a three by three um, grid. For a with, three player game, point for, out. The, oh, the, the grid changes depending on how I many see. players. So you all place down tiles. How big is the grid for four? Uh, three by four, I think. Ooh. Yeah. So each, yeah. each tile is. Uh, like three tiles per player, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that every every player puts down three tiles at the beginning and one, once a piece in turn order. Um, each tile is split up into about four sections. Some are void, so mm. space to the layman, and some are uh, planets that can be controlled. Most of the planets that go down on the game are just neutral that no one owns. But at the beginning, you can just place down a couple of your resources, like space marines or scouts, to uh, claim a couple of them as you see fit, which is quite cool. It's a nice little setup. The setup seemed pretty easy. Mm. We whipped through that, but then the learning of the rules was, took us a little bit longer. Mm. The setup's a big part of the game, isn't it? Like I think where you a... where you put your home world and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's going to delineate. I think how... we realized, or I definitely realized that now. I think if we, like if we played it again, um, I'd do that completely differently. <laughs> yeah, well, you placed yourself right in the like galactic center, didn't you? You yeah. were like. The... I don't, I don't think that was intentional though, wasn't it? Didn't no. you get boned because you, you put yours down? And, and you then... flanked it, you both flanked it, and then it was just stuck in the middle then. So. I, don't, I don't think that was yeah. intentional from anybody, no. to be honest. It, but... it was the first tile on the table though, and I held onto my home world. I'm doing air quotes, which is really good in the podcast. <laughs> I, I held onto my home world, wink, wink, um, until my last tile I put down, and then I put most of my resources there. Whereas Dave just went gun co mm. and we and just the, kind of. And the first two tiles that you put down is where you're going to be putting the other players' objectives. So it kind of behooves you to save your. The home world tends to be quite powerful, don't they? They've yes. got like quite good effects. Um, so it probably it's probably good to put them last, and then at least the other players aren't really going to be interested in them. 
There's that, but mm. there's also that if you do put their objectives on your home world, mm. you're building more stuff there to defend it with. Mm. So um, I think that's why I placed mine second. Yeah. Because it would have both of your objectives. It did have both of your objective tokens on it. Yeah. Because you, you get, you're putting down objectives for your enemies to come and claim to try and win the game. Right? Yeah. You need three is... objectives to win. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you put your home world down in one of the first two <laughs> tile placements, then yeah, you can you can sort of buttress it with your own forces and stuff. Yeah, it's a sort of capture the flag, isn't it? First to three tokens wins. Mm. Yeah. And there's four tokens down for each player. Yeah. Right. There'll probably be more in a four player game. In a three player game there's four tokens and you can you're gonna choose three of them to go after. And they're spread out throughout the galaxy and you've gotta yeah, you've just gotta basically juggle where you're gonna go. Mm. And you can also start all over the place, can't you? So yeah. Yeah. I could have like some of my forces on the tile number one out of nine and some of them on tile nine you know mm. as far away as possible uh, i'm not sure if that's the cleverest thing to do but it is one of the things that you can do and um, so you don't all start on the edges and work your way towards like yeah a, mm. uh, grand melee in the center like you do an eclipse or whatever it's just uh it's, it's, it's like war. disparate battles all over yeah the place. yeah yeah there's a lot of skirmishing you could i suppose you could try and have a crafty leap the first objective from the other side of the map. If well, you... that's what I did, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's the only good thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I did was die. You did lots of good things. There's, lots, there's a lot of didn't all pan out exactly yeah. plan. Well, there was, um, you put a lot of faith in galactic bombardment, didn't you? So I, I, had, no other, I had no other option because all my ground troops were dead. <laughs> you so, were the Eldar, weren't you? I was the Eldar, who, who looked like they have got quite good ships. Anyway, uh, but I had to put all my eggs in that basket because all my troops were dead. Yeah, so you have like land-based troops, like so there's a scouts and space marines, and then a sort of um, a, a armored tank sort of level. A, a land raider. A land raider, um, mm. but they all change depending on what faction you are to like so it'd be a similar sort of unit with similar abilities. I have different stats. Though. Yeah, and yeah. then you get like big Titan robots mm. and like, you know, um, and massive type massive ships dreadnought ships. Yeah. yeah. And then um, it's the spaceships that are the other side of the combat and the movement. So they just move around the voids. Yeah. They can't attack direct the planets directly, but they can bombard them. Um, so the combat works separately. It just adds a, quite a lot of variation to the combat. So you don't really know if another player is moving a ship into a sector in order to bring more land units to you, or if they're just going to drop bombs, yeah. so it just keeps you guessing really. And each each faction has is it about eight different units that you can buy. So many and they're units. All, they're all different between the different factions and everything. Mm. So yeah, in terms of the asymmetry and what's available, there is a lot of variation built in from the ground yeah. up. And, yeah, and they've yeah. all got completely different stats. And, and they all have unique special ability as well. Like yeah, that's unique to that particular. And, and you can change it like you can play the same faction twice i think and go for different units because you, you're going to be you're going to be building your combat deck around the units that you want to field so that's it because you can level up your so you have a deck of cards for the combat mm. and you can level up individual cards from that can't you know yeah. like, like a deck builder each time. Yeah. yeah in a way yeah so you sort of you and when you go into combat you have you draw a hand of five from your deck of mm. ten um, but yeah, the more you upgrade it, the the more kick-ass you're going to be mm. in that combat. And, yeah, I mean you could, like, and you don't always see all your units. Like yes, yeah, so yeah. you if you play the game two or three times in a row, you wouldn't even have the opportunity to build some of the units that you have that you built in a previous game. Or well, I say I yeah. only I only I only built aspect warriors and wraith guard. That's all I built. Um, wraith guard were they the ships? No, the wraith guard were like the they were like the, the equivalent of. Space Marines and Chaos Space Marines are like yeah. mini dreadnoughts in 40k. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're like, uh, they've got like, well, they've got like the souls of dead warriors in them, but irrelevant, isn't it? Not irrelevant. You're a big fan of the theme. Because they're all dead now. (laughs) They're all dead, Dave. What, tell us about the theme, the Warhammer theme, Dave, because I know you're a fan. Oh, it's, uh, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's, it's 40, the 41st millennium. So quite a long way in the future. And uh, in the in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war, and uh, we saw a bit of that tonight. There was only war. It was just and that's what the game is. It's just fighting constantly. Yeah. yeah. Anyone so, anyone listening is going to know this property. It's games where yeah. it's big. Yeah. It's so massive. It's used like space marines with massive shoulders and tiny heads, and uh, <laughs> massive it's, guns. It's all armor. It's all armor. It's all just robot all, people. Yeah. And the the guns the guns fire like miniature rockets. Those bolt guns, they're just firing like miniature rockets. Um, basically, they're on a crusade. The humans in it are the bad guys, if you like. Uh, the humans are. Kind of. The yeah, Space Marines, evil. yeah, they kind of are. They've taken over pretty much the whole galaxy. I was playing the Chaos Space Marines. Well, they're the, I was they're, distinctly under the impression that I was the bad guys. They're the bad, bad guys. <laughs> but then if you do delve into the lore... I mean, the chaos is evil, like because they don't want to tell little kids. Chaotic evil. They don't want to say to little kids, you know, there is ambiguity. Uh, they're evil, um, but but there is ambiguity. If you go into it, like you can see, a lot of the chaos space marines just they don't want to follow the emperor, yeah. and became like raiders and pirates and stuff because they're massive. They're on steroids, or like the equivalent of space steroids. Would you say the space marines is like a fascist regime? The emperor, yeah, they're really xenophobic. They hate the they hate the alien and they burn the heretic. So any any alien, even the Eldar, who like space elves, and everyone loves space elves, except for <laughs> space marines. They <laughs> they hate everybody. So so it's there was this massive crusade um, in like the thirty first millennium, and they took pretty much all the galaxy. And then uh, half the space marines left, got corrupted by chaos, and the Imperium of Man began to crumble. And now it's very decadent, and it's a lot like the fall of Rome. Um, with the aliens as the barbarians. I don't know if it's based on that. Probably is. How would would you say that the theme comes through in the game? Uh, well, there was quite a lot of fighting. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. It's a lot yeah. of um, evocative art, isn't there? Mm. It's it's very difficult for me playing as a Space Marines. It was difficult to forget that I was playing as a Space Marines. Mm. All the units were like, based around being tanks or space marines or scouts. Yeah, you were upgrading oh, your guys yeah. all the time. Your special mm. ability was to like turn your regular troops into space marines. Yeah, I got really, I got really cheap sort of mid-level units um, so I could upgrade my lower-level units really cheaply with like one material, which um, is the sort of uh, resource, isn't it, in the game? Mm. So instead of money, uh, you just pay, resu- uh, pay material, pay for material, pull a certain unit out. Um, and it did, it did really well. At quite early game, it was quite strong. And then I started to fall off towards the later game as I kind of anticipated because I wasn't building enough cities to keep my tech up. Well, let's talk about that because I think the reason you fell off was sort of a few misplayed actions in your, yeah, in your own admission. Yeah. So let's talk about the action yes. system. So basically, you're choosing from four different actions that you can do each round, but you can do up to four of those actions twice each if you yeah. want. Mm. You, you're playing them down like a sort of... Uh, a hidden, like a blind, not a blind bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're playing you, you, face you play down on the tokens, table you? Yeah. in the sector that you want to affect. So like mm. if you want to move into it or if you want to take its resources or um, do like upgrade your tech and stuff. So you place them down and then other people place theirs down as well. You're taking turns to put four tokens down. But you can. The, the crucial thing is you can place them on top of each other's tokens and then they go, they trigger in reverse order, right? So 
you could um you have this is this is the key bit yeah, of the game yeah. you have to juggle this perfectly otherwise you can screw yourself over so you have to for example if you're going to attack uh, and build and get resources to build then you have to put the attack token down first you have to put the build token on top of that and then you put the resources token on that so they trigger in reverse order so you'd get the resources mm-hmm. Then you'd build the thing, and then you go and attack with it. Yeah. But other people can put their tokens down on that stack as well. So it could be you get the resources, then Dave destroys your base, and then you flip <laughs> the build action. You've got no base to build with, and um, then Lecky comes in from the other side, and then you flip yeah. your attack action. There's nothing left to attack with. So it, you can you can screw each other over beautifully, but you're also you don't know what other people are playing down. So they might be bluffing you out with a strategy action, which yeah. buffs their tech. They could be coming in for an attack or an orbital strike. Um, there's a lot to consider, even though there's only four actions. The order you play the moves, uh, the actions, and you know when you play them and how you play them is yeah. crucial. It's yeah. the whole game. Oh yeah, game. totally. Yeah. And it was just for, for me for a first game. There was it was not wasn't like there was too much to take on board, but with the various mechanics going on for how combat works and how you bring units into the game and then how you move your units around. I just found myself making loads of really sort of entry level mistakes, which over the like I kept repeating them. So over three turns, I just almost iced myself out of it. At one point, I spent about two turns in a corner, first because I didn't quite time the movement right, and then the second time because I forgot to build a spaceship <laughs> in order to act as a space bridge to get my um, marines over to where I wanted them. And it was just really, really annoying. Um, no one else to blame but myself. But all I can put it down to really is just fatigue with trying to keep on top of everything mm. and then just letting slip. You know, it's easily done. You put down one token before you put down the second token and all of a sudden you've kind of broken your turn because if you want to move space marines and you're relying on deploying the space marines first and you've swapped them around, you go, you're going nowhere. Um, and I did carry that frustration on for a little bit longer than I should have done probably. Um, but it was just, it, it just, it was oh, it's so frustrating. And then because of that frustration, that spilled over into com- when I had a combat and I didn't quite know what I was doing with some of one or two of the cards. And then that frustration spilled over when all the chaos storms moved around. So there was it called chaos storms, wolf storms. storms. Yeah. Yeah. So you get um, there's a couple of barriers in the map that move around at the end of each turn based on what tactics cards you draw. So there's just some arrows. There's and one, also, one per player, isn't there? One per, so one each per person player. gets to move one of these warp storms in, in a random turn direction. order. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so you can move them up and down, or left left and right, up and down, or some of them will move orientation to be horizontal instead of vertical. And they completely um, block that tail off, don't they? Yes, yes, they can do. There so. are abilities, I think, that let you bypass them. I think Chaos have got some upgraded orders that just let them slip past. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah like your, um, was it the Dominate action allowed you to I could, I could chuck position. Chaos Space means through, yeah. Like yeah. Sort of low-level infantry could nip through. Cultists. Sort of yeah. Cultists, yeah. yeah. So there's certain things that will let you get around it, and good planning might help you to avoid that as well. Um, but with just all these things going on at once, I found it was quite easy to either lose your strategy or to um, just kind of get blindsided. And it's not a very reactionary game. So if if you do find out that one, the next turn you're kind of hemmed in, 
you do have to just sit it out unless you're lucky enough to have a factory outside of the warp um the warp storms or a city or something or you've got enough resources out there like enough marines or spaceships to move around and do something else in the meantime you can find that you're going to have a quite a difficult turn or two until the warp storms kind of move around yeah. again there is yeah. there is um once you played those action, those four actions down you you watch it unfold you yeah know, the, it you're not responding, so it's not like you you play an action and then I respond to it. Yeah, you have to anticipate what your opponent's going to do, mm. and you have to sort of respond to it in advance, kind of thing. And then, so there's eight eight rounds that you're doing this over, and once a round started, it's like a, an unstoppable force at that point. You're just mm. watching everybody flip their actions, and you just yeah. got to hope your plan, you know, isn't met with too many obstacles. I think you've sort of got into a bit of a quagmire in your own ambition, <laughs> like oh, in, yeah, in yeah, a, totally. a, a little. Like the middle section of the game, I think maybe. A yeah, bit. But then yeah, it all got a bit sort of, murky and muddy. Yeah, but then on the other end of the spectrum, Dave, you played it a couple of times. I think you sort of got your head around yeah, it a lot more. Yeah, I watched a video as well. Mm. Yeah, think, yeah, I think um, yeah. you you certainly weren't hesitating in terms of like your your turns and like mm. making the choices and stuff. And I think you mm. you were sort of seeing maybe the 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 grander scale strategies on that. And yeah, but but like you said though, it can just go out the window. Yeah, like, because in the very first turn. It was like a pincer, wasn't it? It was Tristan attacked from one side, Lecky attacked from the other side, yeah. wiped out my entire army and homeworlds, like, <laughs> bo- like both my homeworlds, uh, the planets on my home tile. And um, even even though I felt like I sort of had a grasp of the system, like that was it then. That was that was the sort of the beginning and the end. That's why I turned to piracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had uh, you had my space marines pretty much kicking down your front door, didn't you? Yeah, um, yeah, with tanks. Really early on, yeah. yeah. Um, Mine was definitely a special forces nip yeah. in, get the objective, and get out it of there. It was a single chaos marine uh, <laughs> company. But you know, I never intended to stay and like, mm. dominate the home world. It was like a mm. run in and, and get yeah. out. You killed it. everyone in there, all the oh, women and children. We no and... survivors, but. <laughs> But but no, the the so there's these conflicts happening all over the, the board, as we said, there's objectives all over the place. So um it does feel strange in a three player game that it can go a bit like that. You know, one person can get it's not so much king making as like peasant bashing, like yeah. whoever is on the lowest <laughs> ring of the but chain. It's, it's not that's what that's one of the things I really like about it. Like in say Eclipse or Game of Thrones or whatever, that pincer movement you guys did, that would have felt really bad. Like I would have been like, "Whoa, come on, guys! You're just like, what's that for?" In this, you had an objective on my craft world. Yeah. You had an objective on the other world next to it. That's it, why. That's why. And it was like, well, that's fair enough. I'd have done the same. But what could you have done to defend against that? I wouldn't have. I would just want to done. I just want to started in the middle of the board. <laughs> if, if if it ever happens again, <laughs> I will put my home world on the outskirts with my troops. I had all my troops on the in the middle of the board. They were just set up to die. They were just lined up to die, weren't they? We had um we played this once before, right? With mm. Sam who's not not here tonight, but we had a three-player game and it was a war between me and Dave. <laughs> like a vicious back and forth of <laughs> yeah. vicious war. While Sam just nipped around the map mopping up his objective <laughs> and snuck a win out from underneath us like without us. We didn't realise that game. We didn't realise how far along ob- he was getting. Ob- yeah. We didn't realise objectives needed to be defended because yeah. that's how you win. Even though it says it in the rules, this is how you win. Objectives. <laughs> we just we, we were too busy just trying to fight. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's in essence part of the game because you have to keep an eye on what everyone else is doing constantly mm. because Tristan won this game and it was due to Kane troop placement. So like he was saying, it was like an SAS mission to get that first objective. You know, you just got some in and then got them out again. Whereas I 
bulldoze your home world and then set up camp there. And I didn't intend to stay. Mm. Um, it's just that storms. I couldn't put down the right tokens mm. and then the warp storms happened. Those warp storms can screw you over. They, like, they last one turn and they have to move on at the end of the turn. You get but, to move them on. Yeah. So sometimes you have got control over it. But yeah, sometimes wishy you defending yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. Sometimes you're opening them so that you can attack mm. through them. But then if you've placed one near you to defend yourself... Somebody else can use it to... Oh, that could then gonna be... That's going to be close then. And yeah. it could just be back next yeah. turn when you want to move through. We, we managed about five turns, five rounds this game, didn't we? Yeah. And I'd say comfortably two of those, I was kind of trapped. I was blocked off. At one point, I was blocked off from both of you. Mm. And then the other time, I was um, cut off from Tristan, who I was eyeing up for my objective. And just like, it was five rounds, but I didn't feel like we really got very far. Did, like It was actually, it might have felt different, but it was, looking at the clock, it was about two and a half hours. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If that, I, mm. I mean, it, it we didn't set up as well, which it, is part it of it. It felt a bit swifter than that. And I think it's because of the amount of concentration the game demands. Mm. Um, and secondly, it, I agree with what Dave's saying because it didn't feel like we did progress very far because we didn't get too many of our higher level tech cards, did we? I didn't get any. I didn't get anything. I think the highest thing I got out was I got one of the heavier ships out later, but it didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, that was so. That was something. Um, again, there, there's a lot of things to take in, but one of the things is if you buy a high level unit, like I, mm. I, I was saving up for a big turn to buy some big hitters, so like my big robot or hell brute type badass yeah. dudes and I cut them in but hadn't upgraded my deck and your deck upgrades uh, are specific to the type of unit that you're building so if you don't yeah. upgrade your deck and your units you send your units into battle and all of the special abilities on your cards yeah, you need to... are, are pretty much meaningless because mm. they only affect the low level stuff if you haven't upgraded your deck so th that was quite an unusual thing I did feel like with all the battles I never knew which way it was going to go because it would, I'd be like, yeah, I've got two was, hell brutes and yeah. Chaos Space Marine and then they're going into Lecky's Factory and Lecky's Factory would repel all three of them. Yeah, um, but my I had a very defensive deck, so my deck was set up for Space Marines and Bastions and a tactic that I kept drawing. So um, when you... when you um, What's the name of the, the action? Sorry, when you get the extra text out. Oh, strategize. Um, strategize. Yeah. So you strategize and then you you do the action, which is usually buy extra combat cards, and then you put the token on top of your tactics and schemes deck. And then at the end of the round, you get to draw one of those cards and use it. And I drew a tactics card, which was add a free bastion to any one of your friendly worlds for free. So I did that twice. Um, and because my deck was set up for space marines, a lot of their defensive buffs also let you use those same buffs for bastions. So when Tristan was attacking one of my planets um, and it just had a bastion there and like one set of space marines, he just couldn't touch me because mm. yeah. I kept drawing these combat cards that so just kept the adding more shields. The yeah, chaos it was really yeah. powerful. Mm. Um, but then if I wanted to build that bastion outright from the beginning of the game, it would have cost me about six materials. So that's like four space marines or three space marines I'm not building during the game. So it's like knowing the shortcut to yeah. get into it. Sort of. And due to the amount of units that you can actually field on the map, and how many planets give you resources above one, there's, there's not really that much that you can do. You have to really yeah. think about what resource you're spending where, especially mm. when everything costs resource. And I, I was crippled. Like, when I lost those two, not to keep going on about it, but I was <laughs> I was bringing in one resource a turn. I couldn't buy anything. Yeah, like, no, it was, like, and it, it, I did find, again, I think it just goes back to placement, but I did find I was, like, not eliminated, but pretty much. I was just being an annoyance. You were, you I couldn't do anything. I was, just trying to, I was just trying to bomb people at that point. I became yeah. a terrorist. 
uh, <laughs> organization of outcast Eldar. Well, that's it. You became almost ineffective. And then mm. I started to turtle because Tristan was just steamrolling some of my planets after his objective. Mm. And foolishly, I was like, well, he's just after the objective. So I'm going to move all my units away and try and get one of mine. But then you but, by the time I'd done that, <laughs> that, that gave me the game. <laughs> yeah, it picked it up. And then he'd also deployed space marines on the other side of the map. Yeah, to get yeah. that. You, you couldn't stop. Um, Although, so, to be fair, he well, could have we stopped. I mean, I tried. Dave was bombarded. Oh, it, I had a couple was... of, like, chancers, basically, mm. who were right across the map. They had, you took my factory, so I couldn't mm. reinforce them. So there was literally two units as far away from a homeworld as you could possibly get. And mm. you had an armada of specialist ships. It was bombing them the every they, turn, wasn't it? They yeah. were men mm. on a mission behind enemy lines. It was, uh, it was almost destined. It was destined. Mark Wahlberg in Lone Survivor. Uh, <laughs> In chaos space marine form, yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, you, that I totally didn't expect that to to last. Um, but then when you ran out of, I reckon another, another that, turn, you I reckon I'd have nailed that hellbrute or whatever it was. Well, it, was you, it was a chaos marine. It was a hellbrute yeah. and a space marine, but yeah. you, a chaos space marine. But you and the hellbrute was the big dude, but you took yeah. him out. Yeah. So I literally had one one dude mm. ran into the. I had nothing objective. nothing to defend with, and no. just yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is. It, it, it's weird how like it sort of slips and slides like the, t- the tides of luck and stuff but those two things happened at exactly the same turn so i was able to yeah but, then, but then i think this is one of them games where there's like quite a high skill ceiling i think it's got that sort of depth doesn't it like this the stuff like that you would learn you would learn over time yeah because yeah. you you have to juggle everything else as well yeah. because and your objectives were in my home world so it was only a matter of time before you either one or both of you had come for me and mm. if um if that had happened because my resources were spent on outgoing missions yeah i wouldn't have been turtling enough to sort of defend myself so yeah it can yeah there's a hell of a lot sort of going on and to consider and stuff but in terms of um you know you saying there dave you had to become this terrorist organization mm. is there any way you could have come back from that do you think uh <sighs> I don't th- no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because it was early on, wasn't it? It was the it was, first. It was very early when, on when you got that sort of. Hammering. I felt like I was coming back. I finally got a factory set up, and I was sort of mm. getting some more resources in, but I was way behind. And uh, the only thing I had going for me was like five frigates, and they were just roaming around shooting what they could, <laughs> which is all right. It's what they're for. Yeah, yeah. causing problems. Yeah, yeah. I had a good time. Fine, <laughs> space piracy. But I think uh, just going back to the theme, the theme is really like, it really shines through. Like I know you guys probably want to notice it in the combat cards, but like the Howling Banshee cards and, and the Striking Scorpions that I was playing, the abilities that they had made sense to what those aspect warriors do yeah. in the game and what they're all about. Um, so I think they've really sort of nailed the theme like in every in every way, like... There's nothing that I've thought, oh, that's a bit... Even, like, the warp storms and, yeah. like, the the way the different orders work, like, the, the Eldar can um, bomb a planet after attacking it and stuff. No one else can do that. The the card play reminded me a little bit of, like, the Star Wars LCG. There's a lot of, sort mm. of, um, adding up the symbols. You've got guns and morale and... Yeah, do yeah. you want to talk about the combat? Because the combat is like the meat of the game. And it's and the most elegant part of it as I well. I think it's brilliant, the combat. It's so, I think it's it, so well I think, done. I think the combat could stand maybe with a bit of work as a game on its own. Like, I think it genuinely could. But compared to something like where you, something like Eclipse, where it's just you just roll a handful of dice. I mean, I know that's quick. I mean, and to be fair, the combat can yeah. take a while in this. 
which maybe not so fun for the player watching. But then I enjoyed watching you guys go at it on the one occasion that you did. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Hey, it, it took was, two attempts to take that factory. It was good that you could you know, celebrate victory mm. vicariously for one of us two. <laughs> um, I, I, really, I really did enjoy the combat. The cards work brilliantly. Mm. There's some dice rolling, but it never feels like the dice rolling is unfair because it's always boosted by the cards that you've The dice rolling sort of gives you, deck. like... It sort of almost it gives you a strategy to go for, doesn't it? You you use your cards yeah. deterministically to then shore up your weaknesses in the dice or exploit yeah. what the opponent's not got on the dice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and like if you're going to be aggressive or defensive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I noticed that my cards worked really well in both situations. So if when I was attacking your home world, mm. then they were really buffing the amount of guns that I had and helping to like break through your defences. Mm. But then when Tristan was coming at me, it was all of a sudden it was like defensive, defensive, defensive. Mm. Um and they weren't very like it didn't feel like I was really using a like different strategy. It's just you are just throwing down that catablo um every round you put down an extra card. Combat only lasts for about three rounds until it's then determined by who's got the most morale. And that will decide who won Which and who was draws. The space yeah, seems to be, yeah. Which are fair enough. But then um, it depends how many like space hulks or whatever you you field out. <laughs> you had like Tristan had eleven morale at one point mm. um, from about three three action from three figures, so it did pretty well. But um, I think it was the easiest part of the game for me to learn, mm. and we picked it up in about a round or two, and it was just it was just a lot of fun. Mm. And then you had the schemes as well to fall back on. So there's a lot of um, sacrificial cards where you bring a scheme in so it can hold on to it. And I think I had one where it was add free shields. Mm. And then every time you've got a, um, a forge token, I'd throw in a shield. Just nothing in. could touch you, could it? No, yeah. no, it was brilliant. Just, just to, it was needed just in that time as well. Mm. So yeah, I, I can, you know, I can talk about how awesome the combat is all day long. Mm. It's just, I wish there's, um, like the movement mechanics and I think I would have preferred more of a like a sort of a clip straight system. Straightforward. Like, yeah, straightforward. Yeah. I have a turn, I move some units, you have a turn, you might move some, and then they start fighting or we start upgrading tech or whatever. But do you not do you not feel like I feel like there's all sorts of depths to the to the even the mechanic like even like I was putting down tokens to bluff. Didn't work. Because it was a strategized no. token, I knew needs that. <laughs> but at least it, it went on my event deck. I was putting it down to bluff Tristan to think I was advancing into a yeah. certain area and stuff. There's like, there's like trying layers. to force play. Didn't nah, work. Okay. But... Yeah, I'm nah. immune to bluffing because I'm rubbish. I was so confused. <laughs> I can see, can see why it was set up like that. Mm. Um, and it's, it's probably a really good system. I think for three players who are new, fumbling around, it's a bit, you know, yeah. like a bit. You know what I mean? But I think for three players who were like good at it. I think it would be like a proper duel. Yeah. Like, do, you know, yeah. Like a, do you know what I mean? It's one of them, I think. There's a lot of meat But then there, there's so there? much out there. You, you, who has time to sort of really get into one game other than chess masters? Yeah, it it sort of has to um, have the appeal where you'd, you'd want to come back to it again and again. And I think like mm. you said, Dave, there's probably a really high skill ceiling where you, it, the more you play it, mm. the more strategies and things you can discover. I would say for me, it felt like a an an interpretation or a re-implementation of yeah. the Game of Thrones board game, mm. which, or, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't know which came first. It was Game of Thrones, but it's, I think Game of Thrones came after StarCraft, but then they, yeah. I think they're all sort of based on. And, uh, yeah, and Game of Thrones has a static map, so that's fixed every single time. Yeah. Um, but for me, experience-wise, I, I definitely preferred Game of Thrones just because... I, I preferred this to Game of Thrones. It yeah. didn't feel as gamey. Like, uh, I think sometimes... 
Yeah, I think sometimes game, games of yeah Game of yeah. Thrones. We with the time we played it afterwards, we were like, oh yeah, but if we had just done this one thing right at the mm-hmm. beginning, then the Lannisters wouldn't have won. I mean, it was almost like a foregone conclusion a couple of turns in, mm-hmm. um, because we hadn't done enough to negate their starting position. Whereas this felt like it was just a straight off scrum. You know, he's open to anybody. It's just a scrap. Like it's yeah. just a space scrap. Yeah, you just you throw in. Uh, minis at each other mm. oh, yeah. or flags <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, and the transient as hell you know one turn you could lose five units and the next turn you produce six you know and they just yeah. they come and go like and I, n- I never felt like I was winning or Man losing because it was shifting around so much mm. I never really knew what was happening <laughs> <laughs> until, until we handed you the game I think um, I don't know what your opinion is but I feel like I, when I played Netrunner that had such a steep learning curve on it and the people that I played against quite a lot were so into the meta of the game that you almost never felt like you had a chance. It was like going around to your mate's house and they were like, oh, let's play FIFA. Mm. And they play FIFA football all day, every day, and you don't. So you just have to sit there and enjoy getting absolutely battered for 40 minutes before you decide you're going to go to the pub. Whereas with Forbidden Stars, I think luckily we're all on a similar sort of level of it. Like we don't know the game. Yeah, (laughs) all terrible. Exactly. We don't know the game so well that we don't know all all the... um, basically all, all the most efficient sort of um, strategies. So we don't know that if we just go in Space Marine straight away with certain cards in the combat deck, then you can have a really good early game advantage. Uh, for example, I don't know if that's true or not, but then if we were to play against someone that had was 10 games deep, would they just steamroller us immediately because they knew the most efficient combos, mm. best way to go about the objectives, where some of the weaknesses are, and... But I feel can, like this could be a bit frustrating. But a lot of it's build order. Like, I bet a lot of it is like build order. Like, do you rush tech? Probably. I probably would rush tech uh, if I was Eldar again. I don't know about the other factions. I've only played Eldar. Spam for Space been Marines. Twi- absolutely reamed twice yeah. as the Eldar. I just, I don't Might know. Next time. I don't know why you wouldn't ever play Space Marines in this game because they're you, just so cheap. Well, you took it. You, you had first choice and took them. <laughs> Smashed it. And <laughs> just do not regret it because it was. <laughs> You just, I think you played them last time, didn't you? You played the Space yeah. Marines last time. It sounds like that would have been my first choice if like, mm. you hadn't chosen them, I think. Yeah. But, um, you, you I quite like playing them the Chaos dudes. Yeah. Mm. They were sneaky. They were so sneaky. Like whack-a-mole. Yeah. They just, they just popping up, up everywhere, weren't they? Popping up behind those warp storms. Caning mm. us. Yeah. Mm. So would you come back to this game, Tristan? Uh, I enjoyed it, but I don't think... For me, I wouldn't choose it over like similar games like Eclipse. Or Game of Thrones. Um, I'd be happy to give it another go, but like with the amount of choice that we've got, it would be mm. um, it and wouldn't it, be one that I rushed to. But it's a big investment. It's a long game. It's a long. Well, it's, yeah, it's not that it, long. That was only it's... halfway. Like if we were all good and you just didn't. Like, yeah. If you didn't hand me the game. Yeah. I think if if we didn't gang up on <laughs> it was pure skill. Yeah. That could have gone double the time, couldn't it? Because we're only the, halfway through. That game could have easily gone where instead of we're both going after. The objectives on Dave's side of the board. Mm. I, if I'd bum rushed you and he, you'd rushed Dave, he might have gone in for me, and it could have been the never-ending cycle all the way up until nine turn, yeah. nine rounds. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it did feel like it was almost like an artificially shorter game, just because of you know bad decisions or <laughs> bad play from um, from new players. Um, but I, f- I feel like there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of replayability in this, and I think I could I could easily play it again. I wouldn't regret coming back to it at all and I think, I think it'd offer up quite a bit I think I'd like to play four player 
I think I'd like to play two player. I think two player might. I think two. I think four player could be good because then mm. you're not you're less at risk of getting. And there's a bigger space, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Right. More to explore, and you're less mm. at risk of getting boned by. But then that is going to go quite long, isn't it? It will go long, yeah, 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 but it'll probably feel like a lot more of a fairer game. Mm. Um, just because there's there's more, there'll be more turn and throwing, won't there? Everyone will be concentrating on more stuff. I'd play this, and it's, I didn't, I didn't have a brilliant time tonight. I got I got levered at the beginning, but then it was quite fun just going around with the with the ships. But I think for me, I think I'd play it sort of whenever, anytime. I think there's so much in the box, like just delving into all the different cars and mechanics. Like there's so much there. Yeah, it's a massive box. I didn't even it? I didn't even scratch the Eldar surface because all I got out was the Aspect Warriors and the Wraith card. <laughs> that was it. And there's loads of units there, but then what? How, what, how do the orcs play? How do the space marines play? That looked pretty yeah. cool. What Tristan was there in? I'd like to have a look at that. There's lo- there's just loads in there, and it's a shame they couldn't get any expansions out for it because uh, before they got shut down by yeah. the behemoth of Games Workshop. Because it's like every, it feels like it's, and you know me, like I love asymmetry in games. Anything that's asymmetrical, just give it to me. I'll, like there's loads of fun, just hours of fun in in just sort of discovering all the little mini mechanics for each faction. Uh, so they could have they could have released like race packs and stuff, and that would have been enough. They didn't need to add anything else to expand it. Maybe more map tiles. What did you think of the map tiles? It's got this weird sort of archaic look, haven't they? Mm. Like a um, like you're looking at a tapestry or something rather gothic, than like a, it's got yeah, gothic. Yeah, yeah. Rather than a sort of digital representation of different planets. But again, that kind of falls in the theme. Like um, a lot of my spaceships were just flying cathedrals. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, you know, if it's like the, is it what, the human imperium or? Yeah, the imperium of man. That's it. Yeah. A bit sexist. Well, they are very sexist and racist and all the otherists. Reason enough to play as chaos space marines and kick their (laughs) arms. Well, they are eight feet tall. So. What the space marines are? Yeah. Is that because of the heels? It's because of the the genes and the stuff that they pump full of. Not the denim kind. Not the denim kind. Yeah, they've brought them back into Silver Tower now, haven't they? Or somewhere or wherever. Oh, yeah, they've... Oh, they, yeah, they got rid oh, of them and brought them back again. Yeah, they look like... The Quest Space Marine yeah, the Age of Sigma. Paladin. I don't really know very much about that, but it, uh, I don't particularly... I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, I quite like the old Warhammer stuff. The old... Like, you know, the Hero Quest and, yeah. and uh, Warhammer Quest and, and the Warhammer game, but, yeah, I don't really know much about the new one. Is that the same as the Seench thingy, the Silver Quest thing that you had? Is that Silver yeah, Tower, that's, yeah, that's this Age of Sigma thing. You know where there's that big... He looks like a space marine, but he's just got a sword. Yeah, and he's, like yeah. Paladin-type mm. paladin yeah, space marine. Yeah, like eight feet tall. He's some sort of angel. I think he's got like religious overtones. I don't know. Well, there you go. Um, Forbidden Stars. It's a frustrating learn, but uh, there's a lot of meat there. And you can certainly... A game for a lot of people to enjoy. It, I'd put it alongside Eclipse as... A gamer's game for big heavy gaming. <laughs> Do you know? I, I would say it's probably harder to grasp than Eclipse. Yeah, there's more. There's more. Yeah, um, like an Eclipse you can kind. still play through most of the game. Whereas in this, if you if you put get the wrong order tokens down in a turn, and I was still doing it on, on the fourth or fifth turn. Yeah, you can really screw yourself over. It's unforgiving, isn't it? It doesn't. Yeah, you can't, you can't recover from bad from poor decisions. It easily. feels like it's from like. I mean, even though some of the mechanics are really modern, like that combat system. Can't say enough good. Like it's modern. It's like, but the game, the whole game as a whole, kind of feels like it's from 10, 15 years ago. Like it's really, it's really sort of a mishmash of 
different elements. Yeah, and it's not mm. really elegant. The other thing is as well, if if we haven't put you off, yeah. <laughs> you need to run out and get it soon because they're not going to be producing Warhammer stuff for long, are they, Fantasy Flight? They've not. This 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 has been out of print for a bit, for a while. Oh, it's it's yeah. As far as I know, I think so. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's for a good go. like check like, it out on eBay. Like twelve months. Good luck finding yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do get a copy, then you can get... have this one if you uh... <laughs> <laughs> Throw yourself into um, a couple of video tutorials and playthroughs beforehand just to get a grasp of yeah, you need to hit the ground what running. is going on. There's a, there's a watch it played. Uh, it's only like five minutes long and it, it covers it. So a little shout out there. Pay me, Rodney. <laughs> Link in the description. Sweet then. All right then. Well, let's end on a high. Woo! Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>